Hey everybody, it's Mike Rickheim. Thanks for joining us today on another iteration of the Getting to Know podcast. Today I'm thrilled to be joined by a dude that sits right outside of my office here in Alpharetta, one Chris Boothby, who's a senior product manager on our tapes business. Chris, thank you for taking the time to join us today on the Getting to Know podcast. How are you today? I'm great. Thanks for having me. It's a beautiful day, so I'm doing good. Well, we're excited to have you. Now, I mentioned that you sit right outside of my office. You must be working remote today. So where are you coming to us from today? I live in Gainesville, uh, Georgia, and actually um, home today. I, I just moved here probably three months ago. And so I, I bought a house on, on Lake Lanier, and it's uh, enjoyable so far. The weather's been cold, <laughs> so I'm looking forward to enjoying some warm weather. It has been a little chilly here in Georgia, although I think that's relative compared to a lot of our listening audience and the Getting to Know podcast. So I don't think I detect a Gainesville, Georgia Southern accent necessarily, do I? No. uh, Some people say you've got to be from the Northeast or Boston. And I don't like it when people say Boston because I'm from Maine originally. So there's a difference. <laughs> so a big difference between a Maine accent and a Boston accent? Yeah, if, if, a lot of Mainers can tell a, a Boston accent. And it's hard for me because I've been out of New England for many years. But there is a, a different uh, twang to a, to a Boston accent. All right. Well, we'll come back because, as, as you know, as we've talked about, I'm a lifelong Red Sox fan. So we'll come back and talk about that. But Talk to me first about how you arrived at Nina, how long you've been here, what a day in the life looks like for you. Well, I um, I started in August, so I've only been here about seven or eight months so far. And uh, it's uh, it's been a great experience so far. Learned a lot about uh, tape and, and, and overall business here at Nina. Uh, I've worked for 25 plus years in uh, the paper industry a combination of the paper industry and the minerals mining industry, um, but a large focus on paper for most of my career. And I worked uh, in uh, production at a, at a paper mill beginning of my career. And then I worked for in marketing for an industrial minerals company for 20 plus years and focused on serving the paper industry. So I was involved in coatings and paper making, things like that. And then uh, last couple of years, I've had a few right turns in my career, a few 90-degree turns, and uh, accepted the job with Nina uh, last summer, and really am excited about it, and have enjoyed it so far. It's very busy, a lot of work on strategy and how we're going to grow our tape business, It's um, but it's been a lot of fun. Do you think of yourself as a marketer for the most part? And and the reason I ask, Chris, is I think I think, based on my observation so far, that our product manager types of roles are a little more technical than what I was accustomed to. Is that, am I understanding it correctly? What What's your perspective? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it is. Uh, product management has a sort of a different definition in different companies. I was product manager for several years at my old company, and it very heavily technical. Um, but there's, there's a marketing piece to it. And, and here there is a technical side. There's, there's, there's a significant marketing side here as far as business development, but the technical side really is involved with product development, working with R and D 
Uh, unfortunately, I haven't had a chance to really visit our operations yet to really get my hands dirty and, and get involved in a lot of the operation stuff. But R&D and product development and in- innovation are a big part of a uh, big part of a product manager's role. Thank you. That's helpful. So you are in a newish house, or at least new to you, in Gainesville, Georgia. Did you move to the greater Atlanta area with Nina or for an opportunity with Nina? Or have you been here for a while? No, I've been here. Uh, I've been in Georgia since 1993. And so pretty long time. I've been in the Atlanta area since 96. So I was in Swanee for a while and then coming and then moved from coming up to uh, uh, Gainesville. So it's, uh, it's, I'm a, for the most part, I've lived the largest portion of my life in Georgia. So you're, you're living um, the largest portion of your life in Georgia now on the lake. Who, who's living on the lake there with you? Well, um, I'm by myself right now. Uh, I, um, I uh, was divorced a couple of years ago, a few years ago. Uh, I've got two daughters that come and visit me um, fairly often. And one's 23 and one's 19. And they're both at University of Georgia, uh, Grace and Lily. And um, so they're looking forward to coming to visit here on the lake this summer. And it's nice that I'm not very far away from them. Athens is like an hour from here. So so an hour from Athens to Gainesville. That's great. Yeah. That's great. What's the best thing about living on a lake? You know, the, the serenity of just being here, it just kind of changes your mindset, mindset and relaxes you a little bit. And I think I don't, I haven't gotten the full perspective yet because I've only been here for a few months, but my dad lived on a lake for many years, and I really, truly enjoyed going there. It was a great family gathering place. That was after you were a kid, after you were growing up? Yeah, yeah, in my 20s and 30s. And it's a family and friend gathering place and an attraction to keep people coming back. And that's what I think my dad loved about it. And uh, hopefully that'll be the same with my kids and so on. What do you do for fun when you're not on the lake or, you know, running a full product life cycle around tape innovation? Well, um, I really like lots of different sports. My favorite activity right now is trail running. And there's a lot of uh, trails in this North Georgia area. It's really nice because you've got mountains, you've got lake. So I enjoy doing that. I like playing tennis, uh, biking hiking, things like that. I like to be outside on the weekends. How'd you get into trail running versus, um, you know, just pounding the pavement? Well, uh, I, I started running my second phase of my life running probably when I was in my 40s. And then I, I worked my way up to half marathon and then I ran a marathon and, and I, I joined a running group and the running group focused mainly on trails. So that got me interested in, in the trail part of it. And you might get stuck out in the woods and, and the, in, in the rain, but it's really unique. And, and I had a group of friends that that allowed me to you know develop the, the interest in it. So it's a lot of fun. It's a lot different than running on a flat road. Yeah, that's what I understand. My wife has done both. I've done um, not enough of either. So, uh, <laughs> so I was, I was curious. So I appreciate that perspective. So big sports fan. Talk to me about your favorite spectator sports. I know we've connected a little bit on um, at least some of our commonalities around professional teams, but what's your favorite spectator sport, favorite teams, and why? Well, I, I grew up in, in New England, so I'm, I'm a big fan of the, of the four major Boston and New England 
sports teams, professional teams. So I'm a Patriots fan, Red Sox fan, Celtics fan, and Bruins fan. They're all enjoyable. I really have enjoyed the Patriots run for the past 20 years. It's like nothing anybody will ever see again. But I've really enjoyed over the years seeing the Red Sox. If you were playing baseball instead of trail running and hanging out on the lake, what would your walk-up song be as a Red Sox what? I would probably be a pitcher. I was a pitcher in high school, but if I was in a position, I would probably be left field if I was playing a position. Okay. I'd probably play Who Are You by The Who. They're my favorite band, and that's my uh, go-to song. That's solid. I don't think we've had a uh, a Who selection on the Getting to Know podcast. (laughs) I like it. Classic. If there were a movie made about the life of Chris Boothby, what do you think it would be called? Something along the lines of friends forever or friendships and family are important to me. And so I, I think that's probably one number one in my life. And, and I've had lots of fun over the years spending time with, you know, family and, and certain groups of friends. And I mean, it's pretty boring, I guess. No, it's not boring at all. What's life been like starting in a new company after a, you know, a long, illustrious career, starting in a new company during a global pandemic? It's been really challenging. Um, I, I tell people, I can't wait to actually meet you in person instead of seeing you on a computer screen. And so it's been, you know, I've, I've been able to learn a lot and everybody's been very helpful, but you don't, you, you miss casual conversations and you miss, um, hey, let's go out, have dinner, or go out and have a beer. Those kinds of things are missing. And, and, you know, I think that's an important part of the camaraderie of, of joining a company and, and getting to know the people. So it's certainly different than if we didn't have COVID for sure. Yeah, without a doubt. If you could wave a magic wand and change one thing about your experience with Nina thus far, except COVID, what would you say is the thing that would be, you know, the thing that you would target? Well, um, maybe somehow changing the, the assets that we have. <laughs> um, you know, I would love to get a big, fast paper machine producing tape products. Uh, right now, we're pretty challenged because our customer demand is extremely high. And I would love to build another paper machine or have a bigger paper machine in Germany making tape grades or in uh, in Michigan. No, that's that's a good point. That's been one of the, um, the big learning experiences for me is, uh, you know, th- this organization very understandably, but but it wasn't clear to me to start, is so asset-driven and it's a very asset-intensive business. So that's a, that's a really interesting point coming from the lens of a senior product manager for sure. So how long have you been at the Lake House? You started with us in August. Yeah, like uh, November. Okay, so moved in in November. Uh, you've probably been pretty busy between work and move in and getting settled. Um, any binge-watching going on? Uh, Netflix or Prime or any of that stuff? Yeah. I mean, I think uh, it becomes a blur kind of. Uh, Right now, I'm in the middle of watching Narcos, which is really interesting. And uh, Ozark, I've watched. I really enjoyed that. Try to watch some really fun uh, fictional shows and some that are more documentary truth. Uh, I really enjoyed the O.J. Simpson um, series. That was good. O.J. series was very good. I I would agree. And I even got over the fact that Ross from Friends was Robert Kardashian. It took me like two or three episodes, but finally I I accepted him him as something um, 
uh, other than someone who's going to cry to Rachel about something. So Breaking Bad and Ozark, I think, have been very popular on the Getting to Know podcast. And, and I've had some people tell me, not, not on the podcast, but some people say that Ozark is merely a um, cheap knockoff of Breaking Bad. If you're going to knock off anything, uh, Breaking Bad would be the one. So I'm, I'm a big fan of those. So the Who would be your walk-up song. Do you remember your first ever concert? Oh, yeah. I've told this story many times because it's, it's kind of a unique story. My brother and I went to see Black Sabbath. They had this unknown band that played first. And they came on the stage and we were like, finish up and we want to hear Black Sabbath. Well, they came on and blew the doors off. And um, the next day, you know, I found out it was Van Halen. It was their first tour. I'm a huge Van Halen fan, although I'm more of a Sammy than Dave guy. I know that's not very popular, but I, as you were telling that story, I was thinking you might go down that path because I thought it was Black Sabbath they toured with. But that's that's a that's a really cool experience. So first concert, Van Halen opens up for Black Sabbath. Best concert ever? Still that one? No, no. My favorite bands progressed over the years, but in the '80s, my favorite band was Jay Giles, and I saw them in Portland, Maine, they put on a, an amazing show and they had five encores. And, and after the third or fourth encore, they stayed in the uh, arena. They turned all the lights on and everybody started walking out. And they came running back out after five minutes and said, where's everybody going? And they said, shut the lights off. So it was like, wow, they really enjoyed this play in this concert. So it was a lot of fun. Jay Giles Band has to be one of those that has like so many more hits than you necessarily realize when you just think about it. Yeah. I mean, they, they, I'll bet they, they have a greatest hits compilation, I would assume, right? Oh, yeah. And I probably would know all 10 or 12 tracks. Yeah. Yeah. It's a cool story. Where was uh, Black Sabbath and Van Halen? Was that in Portland also? That was in Portland as well, yeah. All right, I'm going to do a couple rapid-fire things for you, Chris. Don't overthink any of these. Just tell me what comes to mind as it comes to mind, all right? Okay. So, favorite food in the world. One last meal, what is it? Chicken pad thai or shrimp pad thai. Gotcha. All right, so what are you drinking? Favorite beverage to go along with your pad thai? Oh, uh, Sweetwater IPA. All right, all right. Very specific and very quick. A brand that matters most to you, Chris, not at Nina, but a brand that matters? Probably BMW. I drive BMW. I, I really enjoy it. To me, that's a great driving machine. What was your first job? My first job was working at McDonald's. I worked up front and then I did closings, washing the dishes. Hated it, but I needed, I needed some cash. Best vacation spot you've ever been to? It goes back to friends and family. I go to Montana every year, almost every year. I've got a good friend that lives out on a lake near Big Fork, Montana. Four families go out there every year with all the kids. Kids are older now, but we all, we'd have like 15 people and we'd go water skiing and hiking and biking and whitewater rafting. And it's just a blast. That congregation of everybody every year was just so great. What's the perfect day for you, Chris? Well, it's, it's got to start with some type of run or hike and then maybe go out on the boat hang out, drink a beer with friends, and then maybe have a good meal, cook out, and then uh, sit by the, uh, the fire pit. 
on the days you're coming to the office, are you a morning workout guy or are you going to do it when you get home that night? I've done both, but more in the evening, like right now, as the days get longer, I can come home and, and go for a quick run, you know, later, later in the evening. Well, Chris, at the end of every Getting to Know podcast, we ask our guests uh, three specific questions. Nice way to get to know people. I'm going to hit you with those right now, all right? Okay. So what is always in the Gainesville, Georgia, Lake House refrigerator of one Chris Boothby? For sure, it's going to be peanut butter and jelly. That's my go-to breakfast. You keep peanut butter in there? Yeah, I keep it in the fridge. I have all-natural peanut butter and uh, sugar-free jelly. And so I have that with wheat toast, healthy breakfast. And I always have IPA in, in my fridge too. So. All right. Amongst those who know you well, what would you say you're most famous for? <laughs> I am very laid back, but when I'm competing in sports, I get really intense. And I've been known to slam a tennis racket against the fence or slam a golf club on the ground. And my friends all know when we go play golf or whatever we're doing, they, they know the, 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 what it's going to be like uh, playing with Chris. So. Yeah. I like the competitive fire. Okay, last question for you, Chris. What would you say you're currently most looking forward to? Probably a, an obvious answer for, for me, for a lot of people. I, I can't wait to get vaccinated and get out into the world. I want to go you know, visit our operations in, in Michigan and Germany. Um, I want to travel. I, I've promised a trip for my younger, younger daughter for high school graduation and haven't been able to do it yet. So I want to do that. Uh, I just want to get out, travel, and see the world. That's great. Yeah, completely understand, and you know, can't wait to get to get back to some sense of normalcy for sure. Well, Chris, thank you again for the time that you took with us today. It was great to get to know you a little bit better. Good to good to finally have another Red Sox fan lined up. I, for whatever reason, there's a lot of Yankee fans rolling around this joint, which makes no sense to me given our uh, strong Midwestern U.S. roots. But a lot of Yankee fans rolling around here, so good, good to spend some time with you. For those of you in the listening audience, thank you for your time as well, and we'll catch you again in two more weeks. Have a great day. See you, Chris. Thanks. Take care.